0: From starting my Michelle live, if you're watching or listening right now, you're kind of in the pre zone where we're just getting geared up for sports timeout, my Michelle live. You can go to mymichellelive.com to view, to read, and what is going on there? What are you doing? Garrick,
1: Garrick, I was sneezing has brought his allergy has brought All right. his allergies to this week's yes, uh, yeah. time out podcast.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you're having an allergic reaction, we recommend watch it and listen anyway. It may actually be good for you. Yes. So, if guys, you are
1: allergic to the Seahawks, this is the place for you. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> Tell me about it. Let's get this show on the road. Here we go. It's the My Michelle Live Podcast. My, 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 my Michelle Live.
1: My Michelle Live. Sports timeout. The fans, the field, the faith, the fun. Here's Michelle.
0: Hey fellas and friends, and everyone listening, watching, or viewing. Welcome to My Michelle Live. Sports time out where we talk about the sports of the week. It is the holidays, so some of our guys aren't here. So we've got just kind of a a little small house party today instead of the big mega gathering that we usually have. And that is just fine. Let me introduce you to the fellas. He is a pastor. He is a coach. He is a chaplain. And he is an all-around cool guy, Garrick Payne. Get ready to get power. That's right. Hey, Reverend,
2: you could have just said
0: Amen. Just amen will do, Amen will do, Rich Hallstrom. Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia Rich. The Encyclopedia the encyclopedia of sports, right there, and author of co-author of Thunder Sports Network, and I am Michelle Mendoza, your humble host and referee. Don't
1: stand too close; she may put out your eye with a gleam of her smile. Here's Michelle.
0: Yeah, thank you, big voice guy. As we talk sports this week, it has been. A very cold week in Seattle. We're going to talk about the possibility of Russell Wilson having played his last game in Seattle. In fact, that was one of his quotes this week. I hope this wasn't my last game in Seattle. Oh, what? This,
2: this ring, isn't ring, ring, ring. This, coming, this coming game on Sunday.
0: This coming game. I hope this It's isn't. not my last game yeah. in Seattle is what he's saying. So that's that's kind of big. Uh, we're going to also look back at some of the controversies of 2021. Um, Aaron Rodgers and his VAC status. Uh, the shakeup with coaches, Urban Meyers, for example. Um, and, and a lot more. And what we're going to look at going forward into 2021. Let's talk NFL guys. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, They say Monday night football versus Cleveland Browns. Well, might be Ben's last game at Heinz Field. Russell Wilson's hoping that his last game in Seattle isn't going to be taking place. Is it the game of, is it it the end of a year and the end of some eras and some legends? We also have, um, John Madden passing away, an end of an era, an end of a legend. Are we, is that what we're looking at, at uh, the end of 2021 guys?
1: Well, you think football, you think Madden, you know, what everybody's talking about. That's the most popular video game in the history of sports video games. I don't think I'm understating it. John Madden had an impact on the field as a coach. In the booth as a broadcaster, and with the Madden game, he ushered in. I'm just going to say it. That's if you want to look at it that, this one way, you could look at this as being Madden being the introduction of eSports. If you want to go back to the beginning,
0: I think that's because, fair to say, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I would argue perhaps that FIFA might be a little bit more popular overall than Madden but
0: uh yeah i think that's an arguable point arguable yes maybe because of the widespread nature of soccer i mean that is a world worldwide where uh, american football is an american thing however with it being the way it was marketed i mean every oh there are plenty of people yeah all
2: over the world who who played uh played madden as well well i would say I would you say guys remember guys, back
0: in the day playing the, the little handheld things where there oh were yeah. these oh pixels yeah. of bur, 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 bur. Uh, yeah and so- I, I
2: remember pong remember pong with the uh the, the little thing oh. and the ball going
1: across you're making us old man because I totally because re- I totally remember that and I remember all the sound effects that you couldn't get out of your head for two weeks and, yep yep uh, oh
2: yeah
1: <laughs> tech techno bowl was a big one but uh madden and fifa right now i think yeah. are the are the two best sports video games on the market without a doubt
0: and so here we are saying uh bidding uh john madden goodbye we've yeah. we lost john madden and guys as of this live broadcast i may be uh breaking news to a lot of people so do brace yourself it is outside of the sports realm but betty white has passed away Oh, no. Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. Just a few days. I mean, a couple weeks from her 100th birthday, uh, she Mm. passed away. She's been um, kind of reclusive in this since COVID, um, trying to protect herself. She didn't have any diseases or illnesses that were revealed she seems to have died of natural causes um but betty white another i mean i know we're talking sports today guys but um
2: it's it's an end of an era really it doesn't it
0: feel like that there's some uh, huge names and some eras and legends and things that we've been used to and ways that we things that we just took for granted i don't care where you are in the country um you know Russell Wilson for example that he is so tied into the seahawks that to imagine him somewhere else is just what and and is you know will seattle suck from now on for a while i don't know but here we are end of an era madden um and yeah. so much more
2: russell big ben i mean end of the year when teams are struggling uh, you're always going to hear all these types of rumors starting to surface and and part of it the players don't um like russell wilson for example he he's playing both sides right because he says well i hope this isn't my last game and i don't think he would mind i mean i think he would love to stay in seattle um, if we were able to build a good enough team for him to be successful but i think russell wilson ultimately he is about russell wilson and and, and, okay. and and he should be, it's absolutely, he he should be. It is a business for him. But don't we and love so.
0: those players, Rich, who are about more than just the business? That kind of gives them that magic. And I'm gonna tell you, I was just at the game on Sunday where the Seattle Seahawks were playing the Chicago Bears. Uh, now, interestingly enough, you may not have noticed this. I don't know if you are watching the game on, on television, but uh there were about just about as many maybe fewer, just a few fewer Bears fans in the stands as Seahawks fans. I mean, come on this is this is Seattle in the stadium that is known for being the mo- the loudest, most raucous um that's lost its magic by the way, because well, the teams have gotten but it to was- it.
2: It was literally though the perfect storm for there to be bad attendance because that there was a huge snowstorm that came in.
0: Yeah, dude. Well, and you know what? The Chicago fans are like, What's snow? what snow? Yeah, talking right. To?
2: Exactly. So when I say the perfect storm, you had one, Chicago fans who didn't mind driving in it. Two, you had Seahawks fans who are like, so so season. Eh. I was talking to my sister and she was like, People actually just didn't show up. I mean, those are hundreds of dollars worth of tickets, you know, that that you you've paid for. Yep. And um, and a lot of people just were like, "Eh, I'll watch the game on TV because it's there's a, what do I have to cheer for anyway?" There's two inches and, of
0: snow on the side streets. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. not so, excited about
0: the team this year. And that's that's the yeah, key difference. Miss yeah. They the magic. The magic is is kind of gone. Just as I said. Uh, Seattle was known for having held the record of the loudest stadium, even measuring on the Richter scale when the University of Washington came out and measured it during the era, the, the Super Bowl era, you know, the great Beast Super Bowl quake. era with the Legion of Boom. Um, but that's lost its magic as well because coaches and players at teams have learned to navigate that. Other stadiums have said, Hey, we're going to be 12s and be loud too. So that that's kind of lost its magic. Watching Russell on the field, Russell Wilson, his sometimes he'll pull out something wonderful, but he he used to have a magic that's dissipated a little bit. It's less right? consistent. Maybe it's the inner, maybe it's the injury. Um, I don't know, but, um, we have known this wherever you're listening and whoever your team is, Mm -hmm. you've known Seattle as being a force to be reckoned with. And maybe that era is gone, rich.
1: I would say that, uh, let's not crucify the era and crucify the current administration for one for one bad season i personally believe that russell still has a problem with it, still has a problem with his hand and his finger. And
0: that may I be, do, but it's not about crucifying. I don't, it's about I saying, do. have we, I mean, and no, you don't want to look at just one season, but come on, Bridge, <laughs> you can look and say, they're not the same Seattle Seahawks, um, there things have happened. It could be the end of an era. I mean, there's ebb and flow. You can't just say, well, back <laughs> season, you can say that, but come on, there's ebb and flow, dude.
1: There is ebb and flow. But anybody who wants to get rid of Pete Carroll as the head coach, doesn't know anything about football.
0: Maybe flat out, but, say, I gonna, mean, he's gonna the flat oldest out say coach that. in the NFL. He's going to have to go eventually, you know, he's we the all, Betty we White
1: to, of the we NFL. All, we all have to go in. We all have to go eventually, but I'm going to ask you one question. If you think, if anyone thinks that Pete Carroll should go, name his replacement. If you can't name his replacement, what, what value should we put on the, the opinion that Pete, Pete Carroll must go? He's been the best leader in the, in the history of the Seahawks franchise. He has the most wins. He has the most Super Bowl appearances. He's the only Seattle coach to ever win a Super Bowl
0: and i agree well, and, with you and I, but it I is worth that, talking about because we don't know sooner or later he may and and he may i, I don't think he's going to in the next year or two I'm, but i'm going to predict that you know within the next three to five years we may see Pete carroll stepping down
2: well it depends yeah. on what happens too i think the seahawks front office they're very smart and the good thing is is that right now there is really no pressure okay because you have the wilson injury in the middle of the season. Um, I think point, s- sadly, we're going to have to get a new kicker because last game we would have won had it not been for that missed field goal. Um, and I feel badly for kickers because there's so much pressure on them and I'm a kicker myself. So, or a soccer kicker anyway. And so, but I, I really feel like my, my, it, it may or may not happen, but I, my gut is that they're gonna try and play this out. Pete Carroll, uh, was on in the news, uh, this week, trying to to spin this as this is not, this was not a rebuilding year. This was an anomaly and, and he was trying to communicate that, I agree. Hey, we'll be back on track. So, you know, don't, yeah, you, don't, uh,
0: I will say after everything that is said and done and everything we talked about today, Um, it's not all about the Seahawks where they they're not moving forward. So this is a fond farewell to 2021, but I would agree with them. It's probably an anomaly. They are a good franchise and a good team and we'll see better things in the future, but as we move forward, let's talk about the teams that are still in it uh we are we're looking at the patriots they're looking fairly strong uh, again surprise um any other favorites that you guys have
1: well i like i like tennessee because they've done because they've done real well been very consistent even without Derek henry the probably the best running back in the nfl or one of the best running backs in the NFL, which is something to be
0: said, you know, you lose a key player and you're still able to have a level of consistency. That's, that's awesome.
1: Well, let's look at it this way. Tennessee did a very, did a better job of navigating, losing Derrick Henry than the Seahawks did losing Russell Wilson. So that says something for the coach, for the coaching staff in Tennessee and the way that they've been able to maneuver, to maneuver things.
0: You know, we're, we're just around the corner from, as we get into playoffs and go down the road to super bowl, can we do some predictions for 2022? 2022 cool. as in the, the, uh,
2: the super bowl.
0: And yes. And other, any other sports predictions you want to put on the table there?
2: Go ahead, Garrick. And I'm, then I'll go. Well, I think um, this has been a really interesting NFL season because certain teams got off to a really hot start and then they kind of cooled off, and some have resurfaced. Um, some had a pretty slow start. Kansas City, I think they're they're kind of peaking at the right time, and mm-hmm. um, there's there's uh, and, and then of course the, the Packers seem to always be in it, as a, especially the last few years. And so I think it's going to shape up for a really interesting um, Super Bowl season. You you mentioned uh, Aaron Rodgers earlier and he's got a lot to play for i will tell you i mean he with all that happened with his covid and his COVID vaccine status and things like that i don't think anybody wants to win the nf or the, uh, the super bowl more than him
1: yeah and he has only one super bowl title
2: and and all
1: those appearances in the nfc championship game where he hasn't come through so he has a lot i think to prove to himself and approved to some people in the foot, some people in the football world. I would like to see a traditional matchup in the super bowl. I'd like to see uh, green Bay and Kansas city, bringing okay. us back to some super bowl history, as far as, you know, super bowl one and all those, those memories that the, that the NFL can engender with mm-hmm. the super bowl. I, I kind of like a great, that, that matchup and a, I can get
0: behind Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, maybe it's just that old sports thing of rooting for the underdog. And he just politically became the underdog because he had a difference of opinion on something, and it was intellectually thought out. Um, and then this cancel culture, I guess there's just a part of me that just wants to say, you know what, (laughs) just, just go, you know, he's 38 years old, reigning NFL MVP. Um, you know, just go for it, Aaron.
1: Well, the joke he made with COVID toe, you have to, you have to think that that was one of the best sports related jokes of the year. If we want to take a look at some of the best things of 2021 and. The fact that people actually took that seriously for a moment uh kind of shows you where we're at as far as that goes
0: you know and you think about 2021 um when someone is amazing they're amazing and i know that tom brady has not always gotten uh the the best praise from the panel on on my michelle live sports timeout but he is quite an athlete and uh it, starting off with another super bowl win in 2021 as we look back taking a brand new team you know at, at his age that's I the think most that's impressive to be thing said.
1: that's the most impressive thing michelle that he took a brand new team a team that hadn't been to the super bowl for a while and just him and rob gronkowski coming together and and leading that leading that team and and they also had a great defense, but without Tom Brady's leadership, that great defense probably doesn't get the opportunity to show. Well, and its,
2: to show and credit to the Bucks organization for for really uh, engaging with him and building that that team, uh, and and having him be a part of that too. And so I think a lot of credit to the organization for for how they pulled that together.
0: Where do you think that that left, though, Belichick and the folks there, you know, as they're rebuilding and, and such, you know, that it's, it's uh, that was just awkward. Well, that he was he awkward rolled the
2: dice. He rolled the dice with Cam Newton and and he just wasn't a good match. And and I think it, it in all fairness, was very much a rebuilding year for the Packers um, or for the uh, the um, Patriots. Patriots. Thank you. Well, Mac um,
1: jo- Mac Jones is making uh, Belichick look pretty smart. Uh, right now is a much
0: better fit, much, much, much better fit. Yeah. Well, he
1: let's put, let's put it this way, except he's had a few bumps in the road. He had a bumps, a few bumps in the road last week when they were, uh, unexpectedly, uh, hit in the head, let's say at home. But, uh, Mac Jones is probably one of the, one of the best rookie of the year candidates in recent memory for the NFL
2: definitely
0: yeah yeah as we look at uh 2022 right around the corner and uh some of the as i said some big change ups i was kind of interested in the um the kind of layout for fantasy football and quarterbacks and i was looking it up and if i remember right um Tom Brady's like number seven and we've talked about Russell Wilson. He's down there at 14, uh, Josh Allen, number one, Aaron Rodgers, number three. So if, I don't know how, if you, and that's just looking from the past week, uh, but some of those stats kind of weighed out with fantasy football. I, I just had a question because a lot of our listeners do fantasy football, how much can you learn from fantasy football that can give you insight into what playoffs and and the eventual big super bowl is going to be like
1: fantasy fo- fantasy football is an, anim- is an animal unto its own because for years people like matthew stafford and all kinds of different people were great statistically but matthew stafford has never won an nfl playoff game so that's what I'll say about fantasy statistics. And all right.
0: Numbers. We'll leave it at that. I want to stay in football though, and talk about college football and playoffs. And I'm, I'm kind of wearied. <laughs> from all of the, I mean, every time you turn around, there's a bowl game on when we've gotten to the point where we even have a freaking Jimmy Kimmel bowl, I think it's <laughs> just gone over. <laughs> it's just hey, over the edge. Sh-
1: michelle considering the political climate that we are in isn't it surprising to you that we don't have the cancel culture bowl
0: <laughs> can we have a COVID bowl the the oh. jimmy
2: kimmel bowl if they have a guillermo bowl then then i'll i'll, I'll say that's probably a bridge
0: too far yeah. alabama cincinnati
1: i'm gonna say I'm going to put myself on a limb here and say Cincinnati with the big time upset.
0: Do you really believe that or you do you hope that?
1: For all the for all the little the quote unquote little guys who didn't get their due, Cincinnati is the real thing. And even if they don't I win, like even if they don't win, Alabama will know that they were in a game. I mean, Alabama uh-huh, I so. is That's- minus Alabama is minus 13 and a half and from what I've seen with Cincinnati this this year in the past two years Luke Fickle in his first year w- went four and eight with the Cincinnati program now they're in the college football playoff That sh- that should show you something they deserve to be there without a doubt and
0: well that's something I do want to see. That's one of the upset. bowl games I do want to see obviously. But are there some other must watches because man it gets tiring trying to trying to sort through them all.
1: Must watches. Utah in the Rose Bowl against Ohio State. Utah uh, the um Utah Utah and Ohio State in the ro- Utah and Ohio okay. State in the Rose Bowl. My number that would be my number one choice. I really love Utah's defense. Utah put it on Oregon a couple of different times to get to that point. I think Utah pulls the. Oh, what uh, about big... the
0: Oregon uh, OU game? Did you guys check that one out? Uh,
1: what game? <laughs> oh, <laughs> University of Oregon did not show up
0: no not re- but come on uh, it's 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 the sooners they're they're traditionally they're a pretty pretty good team uh what about the orange? I, I think Go i ahead. think the
2: baylor baylor ole miss game is going to be a good game okay. uh that, okay. that that i i've become a baylor fan recently um uh, with their basketball team doing so well last year and the football team uh it,
0: it gave you a chance to kind of look at them too not only yeah. watch them as as a team or a school but um the, the faith that they exude and we being people that follow the God story. It is pretty cool to watch those of us who have played sports and followed sports. You know, that, that God story is integral. It helps you to maintain character. It helps you uh, to get back on track. I just had a conversation with one of our guys that uh, isn't with us today, Joshua McMillan. He was saying, you know, sometimes I've noticed that you haven't had, the same great attitude that you usually have. (laughs) They said that to me, they're keeping me accountable. I'm like, you know, I've surrounded myself you know, I'm, I'm here in the city. I surround myself with, there's a lot of negative stuff out there. That's, that's no excuse. Um, That Mm -hmm. God story gets you centered. That God story is the Holy spirit that convicts you and says, Ooh, wow. You're getting off course. That God story is the thing that when someone says, Hey, where's your, where's your sweet attitude, killing people with kindness instead of, you know, yelling at them as you're driving down the road, where, where is that? That's the God story is that thing that says, yeah, center in, listen, Get back on track, hear my voice. That God story is the thing that when uh, you get to Hollywood as as a sports star that brings you back and says, you know it's time to get humble. It's time to humble yourself before the cross. That God story sees you through when things are tough, nasty, impossible, injuries, hopeless. That is the is a magic that often sees you through and you hear it time and time again in the area of sports.
2: Absolutely. It, and it's, it's, it's not just sports, but it's all of life. And of I think course. the but key to the is
0: a microcosm that, Oh, that absolutely.
2: But I think the key to the God story and making it more than just <clears throat> kind of a, as my, uh, I, I went to Seattle Pacific university and, and we had Christian, all, all, all Christian, very committed Christian faculty. This was back in the eighties and my marketing and society, professor Regina Schley, she was amazing. She said, "You want this to really be you, and not just um, a, a a person with a sprinkling of piety." She used to say, and mm-hmm. and I think what you talk about, Michelle, means that your faith really uh, runs through the fiber of everything that you do. Uh, when things are good, uh, when things are, are are tough, that that the whole time that that God is is you see God's hand working throughout in the midst of it.
0: And that's, that's what inspires us. It's the, we've talked about this a lot through stories throughout the year. Uh, when people just give up and we're like, "Yay, they gave up. That was awesome, man. Good for you for having the courage to give up, give them a participation medal, those aren't actually the thing that, that gets news attention. But that doesn't give heart attention. People aren't listening to that going, that just inspires me, man, Uh, you know, to persevere because the world is a place where things don't go well. The world is a place where you don't always win. The world is a place where you're not always going to be the best person on the field. And it's not always the best person on the field that wins the game. It's the person who perseveres. It's the person who, as the Bible says, run the race as though you're going to win it. Everybody runs the race wanting to get the prize, but the Bible doesn't give out participation medals. It says run the race to win. And that's, what inspires us
1: i would totally agree i would totally agree with that uh, michelle because the other part of the god story that sports illustrates very very well is redemption because one week we can see a player in any sport uh completely miss the mark or miss the free throw or the ball goes through his through their hands whatever it may be or a missed missed shot with very little time on the clock but then the next week then the next week depending on where that person's focus is and that's what we're really talking about where is your focus heading into 2022 who are you drawing your strength from who and When all else fails, Mm -hmm. who do you turn, who do you turn to, to, to rightfully and in the right way, recharge your batteries? Because the peace that the world gives that's fleeting and it's going to fall away. It's going to fall away. But Jesus says, my word will last forever.
0: Well put. And I guess if I, if I could uh, go back to 2014 and, and we talked about Russell Wilson. So I'm going to bring him up again because
2: 2014.
0: Yeah. Tw- back the, the Seahawks have been in the, Super Bowl Oh, the, the, the year that, that we 2005, won. 2005, yeah. 2013, 2014 and 2014, they lost Heartbreaking. See we lost. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Um, and you know, when people make touchdowns, they point to the sky when they do something good, you know, and or they've, they've won, they will stand up oftentimes and say, I want to thank my Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. It's true. But I want to tell you something that is even more powerful than that statement or that pointing, which is great. It's when you lose. When your heart's broken, when, when you've done, when you really thought you were going to come out of life with a W, but you get the D instead. What Russell Wilson and a few more Seahawks and even some from the other team did is afterwards, they knelt their knee at the sidelines and they prayed and they gave praise to God. And that is what makes the difference. That's why that God story is so important because it's not just about God's the the bless me club with God. It's about what happens when you don't win? What happens when everything falls apart? Do you still have a peace that surpasses understanding? Do you still have joy? That's the real victory guys. Your thoughts.
1: Well, it's all a matter of gratitude. Are you great? Are you grateful in the end? And do you have gratitude for the things that God has, has given you as gifts to use for him, not for you, not for yourself to make yourself, to make yourself famous, but for him to make himself known and to become more real to the people that need, that need to hear it. Because often in, often in defeat, it's the that's the best example of how God uses people, how God re-energizes people and lifts and lifts them up to even higher places than they ever thought they could go because one of the things you said Michelle about how we over about how we overcome reminds me of a movie I saw during an airplane flight recently. Um, My wife and I watched on her iPhone um, Soul Surfer with the Bethany Hamilton story. It's a great story. That's a
0: sports movie. I like that one. Yeah.
1: Her, but see, her story doesn't end with the surfing and all that stuff, but it starts with her her losing her arm to a shark and losing nearly 60% of her blood volume so she that if that shark attack doesn't happen i'm going to say this bethany hamilton wouldn't be as well known that's how god uses those uses those things because he he takes whatever the world sees as a tragedy and says uh no this is how i'm gonna raise Uh, this person there is the
0: lights moment. You just brought it to the table, rich. That's that we think of blessing as anything that makes us feel good. If it makes us feel good, it is good. That seeps its way into our politics. Well, it feel this feels good. And so this must be true, but that's not always the way it is. Anything that God allows in our lives is a blessing and we can thank him through it because he will do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think because he takes everything and all things work together for good in our lives that's what's really exciting so it's really the defeats it's the things that we get wrong it's the times that we lose it's the times we're shamed and embarrassed and brought to our knees that we really grow who grows from just being oh yeah i'm awesome all the time? time no one grows from that right it's through the loot the losses um and i guess it's easy to say that because i live in seattle and it's been um it's been kind of a, a disappointing year um my soccer team barely made it to the to the playoffs and then right away um we had the seahawks not doing so great our rugby team if you aren't following american rugby it's awesome that we now have a professional rugby league and the Seattle sea wolves for their first two inaugural years dominated, got the show. And then the third year was like, womp, womp, womp. And then we have a brand new NHL team and they are another womp, womp, womp. Now don't get me wrong. Kraken, you have been competitive in almost every single game, including the disappointing loss last night, but you know, there you go. Um, So we can look at those things and say, Oh, you know, I'm disappointed, but you can also look and realize that good things may be coming in 2022. Gentlemen.
2: Well, we, we have a, a, a world cup happening. Um, first time in the middle east um the latest world cup in a year as far as the the time in the calendar it'll happen actually in november november and december of next year so it'll make an exciting christmas time for the world cup to happen because typically it happens right in the middle of the summer and so um so i'm as a soccer fan i'm i'm quite excited about that (laughs) yeah
0: it's gonna it's gonna kind of mess up a lot of uh Major League Soccer in America, though, because the Cup's going to uh, be played early and the right. season's going to be starting early. But that's great for because I don't have to wait long before going to see games. Break. MLS
2: Cup. MLS season lasts too long, in my opinion, anyway. I mean, they, you, you finish the Cup in, in December and teams start training camp in January. I mean, to have one month break for professional league, that makes no sense at all. No,
0: It not only does it make sense, um, The I also have often thought that getting to the cup and the playoff process and such you know it's one game one game does not really determine who's the better team
2: well so- soccer's always been decided that way though I know, I,
0: I know but i've always not liked it so there you go
2: yeah. <laughs> okay. well I, actually not always they they do have somewhere they'll have play a home and home series so um but but yeah, it, it but it's going to be an interesting soccer year, and, and I think the Sounders will be back. And uh, we we have issues count. with 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 injuries, and that is one thing to, that we can count on with the Sounders. I mean, every single year that we've been in existence as a as a major league soccer club, we've made the playoffs. Uh, this year was a quick ex- exit, but it was it was in penalty kicks too, and so disappointing. And still,
0: I'm sorry, Oregon folks, but still. You lost on your own field. <laughs> so at least we have that. That's yeah, incredible.
1: that was an early Christmas present for you. <laughs> I'm so
0: sorry. I know we have listeners in Portland. Love you guys, uh, but um, you know, yeah, you gotta both of you, you gotta do. not tell me you would not be saying the same thing if the shoe were on the other foot, guys. It's time for our final shot. Final shot that's right we're gonna go around the table and uh just uh, give a shout out to an idea a person uh something that we didn't mention today let's start with rich
1: well i'm gonna go back to what are we looking forward to in 2022 um now when we look forward to 2022 the two big sports events first on the calendar for me is going to be the winter olympics And the Winter Paralympics in Russia. You want to see some people that are conquering some obstacles Mm, and overcoming a lot of things. The Olympics always brings it it brings it forward for us, and the Paralympics as well. You're right. uh, Bring it forward for us. So February is almost here. Super Bowl, Daytona 500, Mm -hmm. Olympics, and Paralympics. What a way to start the year!
0: Exactly, Garrick. Final shot.
2: Well, this is uh, a, a very personal one to me. Um, uh, the week before Christmas, um, my, my brother passed away very suddenly and unexpectedly, and uh, he, had, he had had kind of a rough go in life and, and was, was, you know, kind of maintaining, and, and it came as a shock to us, um, But and it, so it made Christmas like none other that I've experienced. Um, You know, we, we had his, his funeral service yesterday. And, and so my final shot goes to my brother, uh, from the time that I was a kid, he, he always had just this quick witted crack up sense of humor, which I think I I inherited some of that from him. Um, and, you know, as I said, as we've talked about on this show, he had a lot of ups and downs in life, but he ended up, um, he ended up on top. And the reason is because he had a relationship with Jesus Christ, and each one of us—it's um, one thing that we know for certainty—is that each one of us um, is going to end up uh, dying <laughs> at some point. Um, and if we if we are on the Jesus team, then we will win. And so, so my final shot uh, to my brother Greg—I'm going to miss you uh but i'm so happy that you are free and that you are um, alive in jesus today
0: that's a hope that we have a real hope not just oh i hope i hope but a knowing hope and
2: um let me just say it too his buddy um said i don't believe that there's an afterlife i know that there's an afterlife Uh, when he was a young kid he actually died and was resuscitated and he actually had had a, a post-life encounter as a child. He says, I don't, I don't believe it. I know it.
0: You know, it's a time of the year and maybe a time in uh, the history of man where faith is, it's always mattered, but where, who you say Jesus is really does matter. My final shot goes to another man of faith and a movie of faith. It's American underdog. And they actually, American underdog came out In the top five during this opening week last week, wow, that's impressive! Cinema score, A plus Cinema score, and of course, it's a faith based film about football star Kurt Warner and his wife Brenda and their life story is absolutely amazing. But I, I didn't want to just say it. I wanted to maybe play it in kurt's words a few words from i am second where he talks about what god is and maybe what god isn't take a listen.
1: faith was kind of well god, god was out there and whenever i needed him he was like my my spare tire that when i get a flat uh, i'll go and pop the trunk and, and pull out the spare and god you know I, I need this but you dive into the bible and you actually start reading the bible for the first time in that kind of context and you start to realize oh shoot i had this mixed up that uh that God's not just here for me, that the goal is that I'm here for Him. I'm here to give my life for Him as as Jesus did for me. And it started to become real. I started to understand and take a different perspective on what life was all about. And
0: And maybe that's my encouragement in my uh, final shot here, guys, is to take a look and investigate this person of Jesus Christ, um, who do you say that he is the person and the work of Jesus Christ? I'm not telling you what to believe or what to think. I'm saying, do the investigation yourself, ask God, if the, if you are who you say you are, show me and he will, maybe that's a good way to enter into the new year. That is my final shot. And guys, I, you know, I love you guys. Um another year in the books for sports time out uh, another year with my dear friends I love you and to the guys who couldn't make it today love you guys too happy New year
1: happy New Year Michelle happy New year
0: don't forget as you are watching or listening or viewing please um, go to my Michelle live you can watch and listen and view there you can um read the transcripts. You can get cool swag. It's all there for you. It's my Michelle.
1: For more fun, go to mymichellelive.com.